It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Love, dating, romance, relationships, a French romantic. You look like a, a, a basket of fresh French baguettes, Simon Marcel. Hello. With my blue shirt. Bonjour yes. et bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. <laughs> Comment ça va? Very I'm very good. well. Thank you so much. It is Monday. It is a fresh week. Yes. But we have fresh drama, Simon. Always. I want to talk about, a, I'm sure you don't watch the Jersey Shore. I'm not, sure. not, You're busy not watching open. like Masterpiece Theater or something like no. that, or the French Open or, or something. Or the NBA Finals. Or the like, NBA Finals, whatever yeah. it is. So Ronnie from the Jersey Shore, I have to bring this up, and his baby mama had this big fight on Instagram about her having old pictures, old videos mm-hmm. of her exes, ooh-la-la videos, like, or, you know, pictures. Actual ooh-la-la videos of an ex? Yes, actual ooh-la-la videos. Wow. And I also saw this story about Bella Hadid and The Weeknd, the singer, and how Bella and The Weeknd got back together. And she was telling him, hey, you got to go through and delete all these pictures of Selena Gomez. I don't want your ex all over your phone. Yeah. My question is, how did she know they were on his phone? Is she going through his phone? Like, what's going on? But would you, if somebody said to you, you need to delete everything of your ex, would you delete it? Absolutely. There's no reason to keep pictures of you and your ex on an Instagram account, any account that the, anyone can see. Okay. Well, that's, I don't know if you agree with that, Angie, but that's that's where I stand. I, I have I have different opinions. Really, it depends. I'm I think surprised. I, it depends. It really depends. I want to talk more about deleting the ex yeah. from your life. I mean, yes, they're deleted from your life, but do you delete media. the pictures? Those are memories too, Simon. Would you do that? Let's open up the phones. 855-905-8255, next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. The topic right now, call in. We want to talk to you about it. Have you ever asked someone mm-hmm. that you're dating, you better delete the pictures of the ex, the videos of the ex, the ex from your life, or have you had to do it? This comes from a whole Jersey Shore episode. Simon, I know you're a big Jersey Shore fan. Of course. Um, Baby Mama had videos, ooh-la-la videos, on her phone of the ex. I can understand. Me too. That has to go. Yes, but you know she got like a little zip drive or a file or a little song, a little clip, like whatever it is. Um, So let's go to the phones and pick up right now. Uh, Listening in Winfield, Illinois on 93.9 Light FM, here's Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Bonjour. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Have you ever asked someone to do this or have you done it or would you? Uh, First of all, I've never asked anybody to do that. I think that that's incredibly insecure and ridiculous Mm -hmm. Um, to even assume that the person you're dating still has pictures or worse videos on their phone, then there's probably an issue right there. But it really depends because men and women are very different. So what if you found out what if you found out your man had videos like X-rated videos that he saved. I don't know on his how phone. I would find that out, but if it, I that's found the other that part. Out, snooping. That's the other part. Like, how do you know that those are there unless you're snooping through someone's phone, and then you have another issue? Yeah, I mean, if you're needing to snoop through someone's phone, then that's a problem in itself. But then, if you find those videos, then for a man, like men are more sexual, women are more emotional, right? So, like the whole Jersey Shore thing. 
I think it is a problem because she's a woman and she still has that stuff up. Like, I feel like as a woman and everybody's different, everybody handles things differently. But like, if I'm completely over somebody, I don't want any trace of that person in my phone, in my life, you know, on my Facebook. Like, so do you do you feel like this means that you're not over someone if you still have the photos and the videos? As a and woman, things? yes. As so, a woman, yes. Okay. As a woman, do you have in your closet, in a box, in a shoebox, in a drawer, do you have old love letters, old pictures, old anything that no. you might not even know are there? No? No. If I have letters, it's just because I collect cards. Right, and you just like, didn't go through instance, and throw them like, away. like, I had a very serious relationship last year, and we got out of a relationship, like, end of January, and it took me, like, maybe a month or two, but now mm-hmm. there's literally no trace of him anywhere. Like, he got me this mug, I threw it out, like, everything. So you don't, you don't want any reminders? Gone. No reminders? Right. whereas, like, a man, men are very simple. Like, you could probably <sighs> go on tons of guys' Facebooks right now, and if you scroll through their profile photos for years and years, they probably have, like, two to three X's on there. They don't okay. care. They're not going to take the time to delete a picture. I don't know if that's being simple. I think that men are just a little bit more visual maybe than women are. And I think there's a control thing, Simon. Maybe you can speak to this about asking someone to delete everything. Well, I mean, once you enter the, the, the DTR, the define the relationship, once you're in a committed relationship, Alicia, I think that um, those things must go. I mean, Angie, you may call it controlling. I call it to be a gentleman and, and to be a lady in that sense of respect. There's well, you would do it without respect. You would do it but without being say, asked. Let's say, let's say I left on my Facebook, on my Instagram, a picture of me and an ex-girlfriend that she's a bit uh, risque, right? Yes. Not no ulala, but risque. Even if okay. it was just a picture just of you us, and your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And and my new girlfriend said it has to go. Listen, it's gonna go. I, I would never say I need you to delete it. I would be very a... passive aggressive, be like, mm, mm. "Why you still got this picture?" Well, but I, got... I would try to drop a hint so that I don't sound controlling. Right, but I but I understand that. But but what... you know what I want yes. you to do. And I think we really have to start every new relationship fresh mm-hmm. and let the past in the past, and and all the social media has to go. Agree. So you were mentioning. I also Bella, feel I... like you're like a very like I listen to your show. You're a very respectful man, and like I've even dated respect men who like one of my exes he was literally the greatest guy i ever dated we just weren't meant to be right he had okay. a picture of his ex-girlfriend from like years back on his facebook he never mm-hmm. deleted it and i knew for a fact he didn't care at all about her anymore because you... he she was like a part of our group they they okay. became really good friends like were you mad I about really it do feel like it depends on the person because I agree with what you're saying as a woman, but I'm just telling you that a lot of men aren't like that. Simon is special and well, no. because Simon is more romantic and emotional. Simon, I want you to hold your thought and, and I want to hear it next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Mm-hmm. We are talking right now about deleting pictures videos of the acts when you start dating someone new um and we talked to our last caller alicia who had very strong uh, opinions about that simon and you were saying you would delete everything for the new relationship i think in the social media settings first of all there is no i don't i haven't checked but i don't think there's any pictures of me as an ex on my social media when it's the past it's gone it's in my mind in my heart but it's gone so number one number two 
I think, Angie, we have to be like, it's a new space, right? We have a mm-hmm. new space in our heart, in our mind, in our soul for the new people, a clean space without the impediment or without the constant memories of you ex look like this, said that, commented this. Right. Because we have to remember something. Right. Men and women stalk each other on social media at the beginning mm-hmm. equally, mm-hmm. all right? And there's nothing more upsetting than when you start dating somebody to see those comments on social media about a picture of this in the past. We don't know what it means. We don't know the context and all that. So I think, Angie, the right thing to do is that clean slate and just leave the past away. Delete all your pictures with your ex. On social. All of your ex on social on media. On social. And on your personal phone, too, you're saying? Uh... What if you have pictures of your girlfriend? I do have. Pi- I have a lot of pictures left. I would be happy to delete if needed. It does. It's in my mind, so you can't delete from the mind. Your social persona is who you want the world to see you in a social setting. So, in a social setting, I'm not going to parade my ex boyfriend around. I'm going to parade my husband around, my current boyfriend, yeah. my whatever it the is. Partner. Yeah. I'm not parading my ex around in a social setting. So, I understand what you're saying, but I have a follow up question. Okay. About how far do we go in uh, deleting our past? Okay. Past lovers. Next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. How far do you go in deleting your past love life? The mm-hmm. ghosts of relationships past. Do we let them linger on social media? Do we let them linger in our phones? Simon, I love what you said about being uh, very upfront and saying, well, this person's not in my life anymore. I don't need them on social media. I don't. And you delete. And, I, I and feel- you delete all the pictures or the comments and there's nothing right. left. I want to ask you, though, let's say you're dating this woman. This is the love of your life. She's an amazing woman. She comes into your home. She goes through your closet when you're gone. She finds a box with pictures of Crystal Bell. Love letters from Crystal Bell, your first love. I just got you, didn't I? You got me. She says to you, you need to throw these away. So what would you do to that situation? Because that is so far removed, right? I'm so We're talking dec- Angie, you just hey. busted me on my first love story. So I'll answer honestly. That cannot go away. That cannot go away. Because there was no ooh-la-la. Because that was when I was 13. You're and not pining away listen, anymore. You can keep all your ex who you haven't had any ooh-la-la. And that is for me. It's romantic and it's, it's sweet. It's, it's sweet. not even romantic. We, it's just your who, sweet first love. It's innocent. But, but to that point, I'd like to say something. We were talking about what to keep, not to keep. Think about if you have to write a new love story. You know love story. You mm-hmm. want to start on a white page. You yes. can't write a beautiful love story if it's already written right. on the page. Right. Same thing when you start I a new relationship. That. So make it fresh. I want delete, to, delete, yes. and delete. Yes, and start new. And I wanted to mess with you a little bit and bring up Crystal Bell because I know that. You can't mess with my Crystal <laughs> Bell, my first, first kiss your at first 13. Love. Yes. Hey, we always remember our first love. It's beautiful. Shout out to Steve. Okay, it's Man Crush Monday. You're always our Man Crush oh, on Monday, thank Simon. You, thank you. I don't know. Um, however, Man yeah. Crush Monday regarding our show is you call in, you write in, you call in to uh, talk about your Man Crush, and we have a voicemail, 855. 855- Five nine zero five eight two five five. We want to get to somebody's man crush next. Welcome to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. Simon Marcel, you are always our French romantic and our man crush on Mondays. Well, thank you, thank you, <laughs> merci beaucoup, thank you very much, Angie. Uh, sort of like the Instagram hashtag Man Crush Monday. But when we are talking about it uh, with this show, yeah. we want to know what your 
man crush dilemma is. Um, we had a voicemail that came in to 855-905-8255. Someone with a man crush that needs our advice, Simon. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to Lena. Hi, Simon and Angie. It's Lena from Iowa. Um, I've got a man crush Monday situation I need some help with. Um, okay, I have a crush on one of my really good friends, her husband, and I know that that is awful, but there are like synchronicities and connections and things that just make it feel like something's supposed to happen here. And I know that it can't and shouldn't, but I feel like it's supposed to and I just really need some help. I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not doing anything, but you know what I mean? I don't know how to be with this feeling. <sighs> I look forward to hearing your answer. Thank you guys. Love your show. Oh, thank you, thank Lena. You, Lena. Ooh, so Lena has a crush on her friend's husband. Apparently. Saying there's a lot of things, idiosyncrasies, and it feels like, listen, Simon, here's what I think. I think that you can have a lot in common yeah. with someone, but it doesn't mean you should date someone, be with someone, just because you have many things in common. I love my husband's best friend. Love him like a brother. We have so much in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband even jokes that if he were in the picture that he and I would be married, his friend and I would be married. Really? Yes, but I don't feel that way about him because I respect that we have a lot in common and that we're friends and that we're cool. I, I just think that you shouldn't confuse commonality with love. Wait a minute, Angie. Just for the record. Yes. Do you have a crush on no, Jason? No, not because at Lena all. has a crush on her girlfriend, right. husband. So you don't have a crush on these guys? I don't, but Lena okay. has a crush because she says we have so much in common. And I'm like, well, having a lot in common doesn't mean you're supposed to be together. There's other people I have a lot in common with. I have a lot in common with Jill. We're not married. But you have a crush on Jill. I do. Yes, for the record. <laughs> well, I'm not going to act on it unless she says it's okay and gives me her safe uh, word. Other than that, no. But go ahead. What do you say so, for Lena? So, Lena, um, don't get confused with... Um, having things in common and having crushed. But I'll say this, Lena. You ask yourself, why am I attracted by somebody who's not available? So basically, you're attracted by failure, right? When when you are attracted by somebody married, Danger. You, you're attracted by the fire, the mm-hmm. problem, the drama. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, calling us, you said it. If you make an inch of a move, it's like lighting up dynamite. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself, of course you don't do anything about it, but the good thing about calling us what you did is you can ask, why am I attracted or have a crush on the one man that would be destructing everything I built with my best friend, with mm-hmm. her? So why be attracted by negative? Why not be attracted by a man who's available If she's attra- If she's attracted, Simon, to somebody she has a lot in common with, maybe she's dated men before that she didn't have a lot in common with, and maybe that's what you should be pursuing because that's attractive to you. But I think that's an excuse, Angie, that she uses. I think she, she likes th- the danger. Because that's why I've asked you the question. You don't have a crush on Jason's best friend. You no. have things in common. She has a crush. Crush means an attraction, a spark of attraction. Right. Right. That's the difference. So I think Lena is using it as an excuse to justify the crush, but the crush is about the attraction for somebody married that's going to you know, create a lot of drama. So you're saying no matter what, the story is going to end in a disaster. 
that don't pursue. Don't even pursue. And, of course, don't pursue. And but like, you what does have she do? To reset your picker, you have to reset your picker. You have to ask yourself, my picker is wrong. Okay. If you're attracted by married people, your picker is wrong, and it's okay to have this in your mind. Maybe either you know, if you talk to a friend or talk to a therapist or mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. But every time you're attracted by somebody married, just know you're attracted by disaster. There seems to be no filter there. Simon, when we come back, I want to ask, have you ever had to talk yourself out of a crush? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Man Crush Monday, our call that came in from Lena said, I have a crush on my friend's husband. Mm-hmm. Not good. You got to talk yourself out of that. Yes. Simon, have you ever had a crush on somebody that you're like, this is disaster. I know how this story is going to end. This is bad. I have to talk myself out. And you had to talk yourself out of a crush. It's a bad story, but I have to tell you the truth. My mom's best friend when I was 18 was so beautiful and married. A friend, Ooh, right? la, 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 so, la. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. So Tell she it would, slower. She would, yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Brown. How old green was she? eyes. She was 40. So, 40. And you're 18? Yeah. Ooh. But so, she was so sensual. Did she flirt with you? I don't think she really did. I think in my mind I thought she did, but she, I don't think so. She was married. And I was so obsessed with her yes. charm. Yeah. I mean, Angie, it was painful. But I had to, obviously, I never even told her. I never told my mom, thank God. I never told anyone. Your until mom now, knows. really, my brother. Hi, mama. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I don't know what she would say, my mom, if I told her that. She would be so shocked. But I did, so. You should tell your mom that. I think your mom She'll would like that story. She'll be in a few story. weeks. Maybe I, I think she I'm would like it. Why? You're an 18-year-old boy. Yeah. At this point, you're, you know, you talk to your parents different as adults than you would have, you would never it's have shared friend. that at 18. Yeah. Right. She, she was married and my mom's best friend. Oh, wow. What well, was she, I thinking? She would not have been married or your mother's best friend had she pursued that whole situation after I would have that. been the happiest man in the world. Oh, of course time. you would have. But she would be divorced and yeah, not friends yeah. with your mom anymore. So That's that, an interesting story. That, yeah. That was that was one time. I'd like to hear more about how that would have gone the other way. <laughs> maybe when we're off the air. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Taking your calls right now for advice on love, dating, romance, relationships. 855-905-8255. Let's pick up the phone, Simon. Yes. Right now, listening in Shadow Hills, New Mexico, on 100.3 The Peak. Hi, Lydia. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. How are you? What can we help you with? I'm in a relationship that's been sort of like off and on, and so I'm struggling with it right now. Um, basically my boyfriend and I were together and then like, he has kind of a hot head. So I broke up with him, but then like other parts of us are very compatible. We work well together. Um, so we were doing a friends with benefits thing for a little while. And then we've since gotten sort of back together, but he recently did this thing with my dog that he's watched me raise where he offered to take him off my hands for a busy weekend. And he took the dog, and then when I went to pick up the dog, and it was a busy weekend where I was working overnight, so I was really tired on Monday when I came to get the dog. And he was just really mean about it and launched into, like, how much the dog wasn't behaving and how I can't be this tired and have a big breed dog, and Mm. I can't have a job like that that makes me so tired, and I just was not having any of that. So I got up to leave, Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, I don't understand why you can't take constructive criticism. And I'm thinking, like, that wasn't constructive at all. Do It was critical. I, 
There's a, yeah, there's and a, like I, yeah. it just feels like our communication isn't really there. Like I feel like I'm speaking English and trying to be communicative about my feelings, and like we're just not on the same page. Clearly. Okay, um, so Lydia, um, it sounds like the the man who is the hothead mm-hmm. is being critical instead of being constructive, being loving, supportive, yeah. supportive. Simon, I want to dig deeper into this whole Me scenario too. next on the Rendezvous. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, and our French romantic Simon Marcel here. Bonjour, Angie. Hello. I'm Angie Taylor. We have our caller on the line, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Thanks for staying with us. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Thank you. Yes. Lydia needs advice, Simon. Her boyfriend that she was with forever, hothead, they break up. They were friends of benefits. They get back together. Now he's criticizing the way she raises her dog. It feels critical. Is that right, Lydia? Yeah. Instead of supportive. And Simon, yeah. what do you say about this? So, Lydia, you know, you've been on and off. He's, he's been hearted, which means he has a temper. Then he's not supportive with that dog situation. So why would you stay with him? What is it? Because you said that we work well together. You never said what it was. Yeah, what is the benefit? Yeah, What's the payoff? What's the payoff to go through that? Well, on a routine-like basis, he's very supportive. So, like, I hate cooking. He cooks me dinner every single night. And, like, he checks in with me to see when I'm coming home from work. Like, that part of the communication, the sort of, like, routine daily support, the taking care Mm -hmm. of stuff he's really good at. He's really good at gift-giving. And even though I know he has a hot head, part of why we got back together is because he helped me, who is more of a, like, wishy-washy and the world is lots of a gray area like he he's very definitive Mm. the word is very black and white to him so he helps Mm -hmm. me make decisions sometimes but he gets mad when you don't make the ones that he would make that's correct okay i see so you would say you you happy he's in your life right yeah that's part of why like i thought we would just stay friends but then we just slipped back into the friends with benefits and it seems like, oh, well, why not date him? You know, Because romantically you're attracted to him or he's just your best friend plus romance? No, mm-hmm. I would say romantically I'm attracted to him, but his hot-headed temper really, I mean, when that stuff happens, it really hurts my feelings. It doesn't make me feel loved. That's what I was just going to ask you. How does it make you feel when he does that? Because, Simon, I feel like this is a control thing and that Lydia is a project for him. Like, he needs to fix her. He needs to do something. And Lydia, I feel like you're getting the structure out of him that you need in a relationship, but he's not doing it in the right way. Yeah. Here's the thing. To go through somebody with a temper who can yell at you, who can in one second explode, mm-hmm. that's very destructive. And he will yeah. do something very to your mind. You're going to accept the unacceptable. It's like PTSD. If it starts by one time yelling, two times yelling, and you let it happen because he's nice to you, three times, four, and then it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And I don't want you to go in a situation like this. So you got to talk to him. Either he controls his temper and goes see a therapist or do something about it. That is the most dangerous of your whole story. Yeah. A man yeah. with a temper can the hit con- you. This is all control. Yes. I feel like yeah. even doing the dinner every night is control. And, you know, like helping you fix your life. I feel like it's all control for him, Simon. It's a tool of control. But it would be all good if there was no temper because temper can reach to violence and abuse. That is how it starts, and I don't want a Lydia to accept the unacceptable. You've no. got to talk to him, girl. You've got to tell him not acceptable. No matter what he does for you, you've got to take the high road and say, nope, if you yell at me one more time, if you show more this, this personality, yeah. then it's going to stop. He's already doing it, and you have to right. 
like what Simon said, what's the payoff for you? If if the payoff is that somebody is keeping your schedule, get a day planner. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and not have Even somebody, on your phone, yeah. you can get something like that. Right. Like not have somebody that makes you feel horrible about every move you make, whether it comes to your day-to-day life or how you raise your dog. I mean, it seems abusive in a very manipulative way, in a controlling mm-hmm. way. So tread lightly on that. Lydia. Yeah, I didn't think about the control. That's a good point. Yeah, do not accept the unacceptable. Tell him. Yeah. That's to stop. Thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Mm-hmm. We wish you the best of luck in your relationship or out of your relationship. Yes. And thank and you. then thank you so much for calling us. Mm-hmm. Of course. Thank you, guys. I love have, you guys. Thank you. Have a good night, Lydia. We thank love you, too. You too. When we come back, Simon, there's an email that came in asking for my advice, Ooh. so I want you to read it for I'm, me. Oh, I will, and I'm all ears. All right. I don't know what it is. We'll find out next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Mm-hmm. Bonjour. Bonjour, Angie. We are love dating romance relationships. And Simon, sometimes people are not comfortable calling into the show. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would rather you did. But if you want to send us an email, <laughs> simonandangie.com. I understand you have one for me. I, I have one for you. So bear with my French accent. That's okay. Angie, we get, love it. I'm going to read it to you so you can answer Shannon, who is listening to us in Detroit on WNIC. Nice. So here's what she says. Hello, Angie. I need your realist advice here. And nobody's more real than our angel here. Mm. Here's her situation. My boyfriend told me that he was going to Home Depot, but I am GPS tracking him, and he is at an address that's a house that I've never been to, and I have no idea why he would be there. What do I do? Should I go over there? Should I call him and tell him I know what he's up to? What is your advice, oh, Angie? Oh, wow. This well, is her husband, you said, or boyfriend? Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Okay. Shannon, we have some talking to do. Mm-hmm. We have some girl-to-girl moments here that we need to have. You need to get real next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email come in to simonandangie.com. Yes. Shannon's love life. She says, what, Simon, she's, she's, she's got a boyfriend? She's got a boyfriend. She thought he was going to Home Depot, but she GPS tracking him, and he's not going to Home Depot. He went to a house that she's never been, and she has no idea why he's at that house instead of Home Depot. And she wants to know if and she should go there? She wants to know from you Listen, what should she do, and should she go over there Shannon, and confront him? My my first question is, why are you GPS tracking him in the first place, right? Like, why are you trying to check his every move? What happened... In the past, it, there's trust that's issues here. Do not go to the place because what if, I don't know, you don't know if that's a house. GPS can be wrong. Maybe he's at a gas station. Maybe he stopped off to help somebody that was out of gas on the street. Maybe, I don't know, he went to his friend's house to drop something off real quick. Who knows? Why are you tracking him? I feel like, Simon, mm-hmm. if you are not trusting someone, you will always find a reason to question something. So if you're already not trusting someone and you go through their phone, let's say, yeah, you'll see a text that even if it means nothing, you'll make it into something. If you're tracking him on GPS, which is crazy, you will find a reason to be like, you stopped off somewhere. So question yourself before you question him, Shannon. That's uh, that's my advice. It, it's wonderful advice, Angie. But Why are you laughing, no, everybody? We, we're laughing because we want to hear... 
what you would do if it was Jason and you tracking your husband Jason. So, gentlemen, be real. It was so very nice advice. This was not that question. The question Shannon was, what advice do I give for her? Because you're the realist. Because if you're talking about me. And if it was Jason, oh. instead of going to Home Depot, going to some it's very house different. somewhere. Well, that answer is well, different, Well, why don't Simon. you answer like. Okay, well, then I will answer that first Yeah, of all. that's what Shannon needs to know. Okay, that's next. Is this a rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Listen, Simon. Yes, Angie. I don't appreciate being put on the spot like this with well, the love, dating, romance, relationships. We give advice, okay? Detroit. I gave advice to... Shannon, who is asking yeah. from Detroit. Right. What would be your realist advice? Uh, well, listen, I gave her advice that I would give any of my friends. She emailed Shannon and said, I'm stalking, basically, on, my boyfriend on GPS. On GPS. And instead of going to Home Depot, he went to somebody's right. house, right? I don't know who that is, and I don't know where the house is, and blah, blah, blah. And my then, very sane, rational advice is, like, maybe question yourself about why are you GPS tracking your boyfriend instead of questioning him. What's going on with you? I love you, Angie. How can you really? What's so it's, reasonable? I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Yeah, just now, please, girl, bring it down. Okay, well, okay, listen. So it's chasing your husband. Instead of mm. being in St. Louis at that Home Depot, mm-hmm. he's at somewhere else in the house you don't know, and you know that. In the house? Well, it's some some house instead of being at Home Depot. He's at a house? He's at a house. Whose house is it? Right. Right. Why? So then now what? Okay, first of all, why am I tracking my husband in the first place? Because I'm crazy. Okay, <laughs> and I, I own every single bit of it. Here's the thing, Simon. Yes. My car is set up so that I can see where my car is at. If my husband takes my car <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's been like a longer than he said. If I happen to look at the app, just out of, you know, I want to make sure I, that I he didn't that. get in an accident or, you know, like maybe he's stranded. I want to make sure that I check the app. That is all okay? right. So let's say the app is not at the Home Depot. It's not on the interstate stranded. It's at somebody's house. Then what? Then I go to that house. <laughs> now we're talking. And, and then, then what? I don't even knock on a door. You know what I do first? Nope. I look in the windows to see what I can see. Because when I go to the door, I want to have a whole bag full of knowledge before I explode on somebody. And then when I look in the windows, if I see something, oh, my God. Yeah, but what if you just see Jason on a sofa? Whose sofa is that? This woman, but they're just Why talking. Why Because ta- it's an old friend. A woman? It's an old friend. Oh, old friend? They're not snuggling. I don't know this old friend. I've known you for 10 years. How old is she? Is she your grandma? It's from way oh, back when. Oh, she's dead, this old friend. <laughs> no, it's from way back when. Way when back you... when what? When like you before... were not with me? Yeah. Okay, well, you're going to die too. You're both <laughs> dead on the couch. I hope that his GPS takes him to his final resting place is all oh, I have Hopefully to say. a guy friend then. What? A guy friend. A guy friend, but what like, happens then? What are you and your guy friend having planned here? Are you bringing in Chatting. outside females to you know, entertain you for the just evening? About like, a barbecue. Uh, chatting about what? If you can't tell me you're going to chat with your friend, what's really going on? Like, I, why don't you tell me you're going to go chat with your friend? How about he's how going about to a friend's house? It's a guy mm-hmm. because last minute he decided to stop by on the way. Mm-hmm. Instead of going home depot straight, he went to see his buddy. Right. And that chatting. You text and, me. Because why? Because he doesn't even think you're thinking about where I'm he's at. I'm at home waiting for you to come home from Home Depot with our barbecue supplies, but and you're supposed to make me dinner. Take a little stop, and his friend said, stop oh, by. Okay. Have a little you cookout with You can stop. Just tell me you're stopping, because otherwise I'm going to track you. Would you go there, Angie? Shannon needs to know. Would you go to the house? Shannon, no. I would not go to the house. Angie. If I were you. You're tough speed to the house. If I were me. 
Like, I would burn down the whole neighborhood by now. The like, whole we street. Would, you wouldn't even be able to email at this point because the whole neighborhood's burned down. Like, why is he there? Why can't you? T- Just here's the moral of the story, Simon, is what I'm really trying to get at through all. If you weed through all the crazy and get right down to what I'm saying, is just let me know where you are. Do what you say. Say, say what, what you, you do, do. Say what you mean. Do all that stuff. Be where you're supposed to be. Don't make me go wondering and driving around looking for some sort of propane tank where I can like light your house on oh fire. God. That's so much work, Angie, right? Angie. <laughs> But I know you would be able to resist the urge to go there. Oh, but you don't know me so well. I, no, I, I thought you knew me. I know you a little bit, but I don't think you would actually go to any woman's house. I don't think so. I think I, the, you know would, what? when he You're comes right. home. No, I probably wouldn't go. I would probably no. send a cousin. Okay, when we come back, Simon, <laughs> more rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We hope we helped you with all your love, dating, relationship, drama that's Mm -hmm. going on. Um, If you missed anything from tonight and you want to hear back to the podcast, you can check it out at simonandangie.com. Our podcast is there. We talked tonight about asking your partner to delete photos of their ex, Mm -hmm. whether it's on the phone, computer, uh, the shoebox in their closet. Would you ask someone to do that? We also had Lena's Man Crush Monday voicemail about having a crush on her friend's husband. And then we also had the Ask Angie email, Simon, that you just uh, asked about Shannon GPS tracking her boyfriend. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Yes, and a piece of advice. If you want Angie's advice, ask her first what you should do and then ask her what she would do. Oh, they're very different. Apparently. I mean, listen, Apparently. I'm, I'm no therapist. Neither are you. No. We're just going off life experience. If you want to know what I think you should do, I will give you the very right answer onto what I think you should do. But if you want to know what I would do, it is so wrong. And it is such a so train wrong, wreck. But it's so real. It's It's a train wreck, usually. What I would do and what I've learned from all of those train wreck moments is yeah. why we do this show. <laughs> I think you and I, Simon, combined have had enough uh, experiences. Experience. Yes. Almost 100 years. 100 years? Yeah, of experience. Well, are you 80? Because I'm like 22. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right. More Rendezvous anytime on Simon and Angie for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Send us your questions anytime. 855-905-8255. We take your emails and your voicemails all the time. So please leave us a question anywhere, anytime. We will answer until tomorrow. Thank you for being with The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.